I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, everyone? It's Luke Munger of Dogman.com, joined by Jack McCauley. couple intern emeritus getting after it. Uh, it's Thursday night when we're recording this, a couple days before the Huskies kick off against the Arizona Wildcats. Jack, how are we doing today? Oh, man. Um, doing as well as about a loaded any question other question. Yeah, that that? Is a, that's a loaded I'm doing as well as any other Mariner fan, I think, would be doing right now. But, um, uh, yeah. Outside, outside of the outside of the Mariners and you're, yeah, getting killed by Alvarez. Um, we're good, you know. I'm fine. I'm, I'll be there Saturday though. Going to be cheering the boys on loud and proud. Love to hear that. Yeah, like you said, tough day for Seattle sports fans. Um, M's down to their final. I guess like they're will be playing in elimination games for the rest of the series if they're able to survive. Huskies looking to avoid a three-game losing skid, uh, and they'll be hosting a three-and-three Arizona Wildcats team, uh, a team that won just one game last year, um, but has been surprisingly solid. This is not an easy out. Uh, Jack, tell me a little bit about, I guess, the 2022 Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, um, they are about as polarizing offensively and defensively as any team in college football can be. Um, their their offense is they score the ball, they put up points like crazy, and their defense gives up points like crazy. Their defense is not very good, so Washington should be able to point put some points up on the board. I'd really like to comp- if if you played NCAA football fourteen or Madden or whatnot. Um, you might get this analogy. This is really how I think the game will probably go. It's me and Luke were talking about it a little bit. It's going to come down to the last possession and who wins the coin toss. Um, in this game, this game, literally, there will be points flying. Hammer the over. If the over is anything below seventy, that's probably a crime. Seventy-five. So I looked and it, it's seventy-three. The last I saw, but I still I think, think I think I'm taking the over, dude. I think I'm taking the over. I think you have to be crazy. Seventy three, and that's a ridiculous over too. That's such a high number. That's got to be fifteen higher than it's been for the Huskies at any point this year. Uh close. Probably like I bet like Washington, seven. Michigan State. I think was actually sixty three. Okay. Um, but regardless, UCLA, oh, UCLA, UCLA was like fifty six too. So yeah, no, way higher. Anyway, I think it's gonna be a shoot. I. If UW keeps playing defense like they have in the past, the past two games, and Arizona keeps playing defense like they have all the whole season, this game is really going to be an absolute shootout. Yeah, 
like you mentioned, this is a team that can put up points. Uh, the Wildcats, again, are 3-3. Three and three. They've played a pretty, I mean, uh, other than, I guess, North Dakota State, which is a solid FCS opponent, and they've played a pretty tough schedule to this point. They opened at San Diego State with an impressive win. They played Mississippi State, Cal, Colorado, and Oregon. Uh, this is a team that scored over 34 times, and they've scored over 40 once against the Buffs. Uh, yeah, and they're led by a familiar face in Jaden Delora, who was last seen planting the flag on Washington's midfield uh, when the Cougs won their first Apple Cup in a very long time. Uh, and Jack, looking into this a little bit, I mean, this is, I mean, obviously maybe goes without saying, just given that it's college football. Um, but this Arizona team has really gone as Jaden Delora has. Um, they are 2-0 in games where he's not thrown an interception. They're 1-3 in games that he has. Uh, the one game that they won that he has thrown an interception was against San Diego State when he also had four touchdowns to go along with it. Uh, but he's thrown seven picks, um, so susceptible to the turnover. Uh, but he's also thrown a second in the conference, 15 touchdowns through six games. Tell me a little bit about what you see in Jaden Delora. Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of Husky fans are familiar with him as Delora's pretty much a household name uh, among Washington fans, having been at Washington State the previous year and played us like Luke said. Um, you know, he's not a guy who's going to just destroy you with your arm, but he, he knows where to make the right reads and he knows where to find his receivers. He's very accurate. He makes smart decisions like Luke said. He doesn't doesn't turn the ball over too much. And this year around him, Arizona State has really, I think among any probably any other team in the conference, they've gone out and improved their um, receiving room, adding two studs mm -hmm. in Jacob Cowing, the UTEP transfer, who has been exceptional this year. He leads the team in receiving yards at 643. And another guy who's going to be an absolute stud for the conference in years to come is Tate Roa McMillan out of Servite mm -hmm. High School in California. Uh, he made the he was once an Oregon commit, but flipped his commitment to Arizona as his high school quarterback is uh, waiting in the wings um, uh, under under Delora right now. They also have another in the quarterback room too. I mentioned Noah Noah Fiftia. Uh, he was a Servite kid with McMillan, but Gunner Cruz another Coug transfer as well. So I think that's um, interesting, funny to funny to look at there. They have a really yeah, big quarterback room. Will Plummer. Another familiar name as he's been around the Arizona for a couple years. Uh, another receiver that we that I haven't got to yet is Dorian Singer. It's really those three in the room who actually make differences. Um, mm -hmm. It's Singer, Cowing, and McMillan. It's just a, the three of those guys. They just go up and get balls. Eat all of them averaging over 14 yards uh, a catch. Um, with Singer having 35 receptions for 500 yards, so he's made a, quite an impact as well. Um, so Washington's really got to be able to tame the beast and Delora and those receivers in order to come out and on top of the win. Totally. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, Jacob Cowing is obviously fantastic. Like you said, um, I was looking kind of at some PFF numbers. Uh, they, Jacob Cowing has 7.1 yards after the catch per reception, which is pretty nuts. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah. Just fantastic with the ball in his hands. He plays in the slot. Um, and then Tetero McMillan, uh, it's something like, I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, but something like 17.5 yards is the average depth of target to him. He's so big, and they can just like 
pepper him downfield. Yeah. Yeah. And and that for Washington, I, Luke, you might be in the same boat as me here saying this as well. I think that just spells trouble for Washington, especially with cowing because Jake Bobo, you look what Jake Bobo did to Washington Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, just how badly they were getting torched by him after the yards, after the catch and just route running, especially he's a great route runner. So may I, I think personally, they're really going to struggle with that. And they, if they want to win this game, they have to force turnovers. That's I think I really think that's the only way they can win yeah. if, they, if they force turnovers because their coverage has been awful. Yes, that is true. But Huskies have struggled in coverage. This is a fantastic receiving core that can hurt you in a variety of ways. Fortunately, the Wildcats are negative in the turnover battle this year. Uh, they're turning the ball over 1.8 times per game, whereas they're only forcing 1.3. So that's something interesting to keep an eye on. Another thing uh, that's worth noting about the Wildcats, they have a very interesting kind of three-headed monster rushing attack, Michael Wiley, Jonah Coleman, and DJ Williams. Um, Michael Wiley got banged up last week against Oregon, and it was said in the press conference by Jed Fish that he would be ready if called upon, but he will not be starting. So he'll be limited. They have two other big backs – Jonah Coleman, who will get the start, is a true freshman, 5'9", 225 pounds, big bruising runner. Uh, And then DJ Williams, he played at LSU in Florida State before coming to Arizona State. Never has really been a feature guy, uh, but he's averaging six yards a pop this year. Um, So that's another thing. The Huskies have given up a 100-yard rusher in three consecutive games. Arizona's a team that's run the ball pretty well this year. They're averaging 4.3 yards per carry as a team. Like, not fantastic, but also uh, enough that, I mean, if they're doing that against the Huskies and they're able to throw the ball the way that they have, that it would spell trouble. Yeah, Washington seriously has to make some adjustments coming back home. And it might, you know, I don't know. Obviously, I think, too, I think too looking back at the past couple games, obviously their defense hasn't been there. And there's so – you can you can't even – you know, you can't even take enough time to list the amount of adjustments they have to, to – seriously have to make in order to become um, – a, a good defense right now, but you know, both two interesting, weird circumstantial games with just being in grass and both climates, you know, Arizona being extremely hot down in the desert during the game. And then at UCLA and the Rose bowl, just a weird environment, two places they never played well at seemingly ever. Um, so definitely, I, I, you know, I don't know. could be just weird flukes, but I don't think that's the case. I think they really have to make adjustments Starting with the secondary, if they can limit the pass and force them to run the ball, um, I think well, that's ultimately the goal. That's what they've done against Stanford. That's what they've done against Michigan State and the other teams that they've played against, just being able to play contain. Um, obviously, they're still going to allow a lot of points. That's just how they play. Um, but got to be able to force turnovers. That's, the, that's what they've been – that's what they said at the beginning of the year too. You know, They are going to play aggressive and really try and force those turnovers, but they're also going to have big plays and a lot of points. We've just seen a lot of the latter lately. Yeah, absolutely. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. So, Arizona offense, formidable, something that the Huskies will have to look out for. Defensive side of the ball, like you said, kind of poor opposite for the Wildcats. This is a team that's giving up 34 points per game. Um, and I feel bad doing this to the Buffs, but that includes playing the Buffs, right? Who scored 20 points, right? So if you take the Buffs out of there, uh, they've given up 40 points on numerous occasions. Uh, let me, sorry, go to their schedule here real quick. Um, but they uh, forfeited 39 to Mississippi State, uh, 49 to Colorado, and 49 to Oregon. So, excuse me, in the 40s twice and 39 once to Mississippi State. Um, yeah. A couple things that I think is really interesting here. One thing that maybe bodes well for the Huskies, uh, Arizona State or Arizona, excuse me, um, not making a lot of ta- plays in the backfield. They're giving up over six yards per pop on the ground. Uh, none of their li- listed three starting linebackers have made a tackle for loss this season. Uh, meanwhile, the Huskies are tied for first and fewest tackles for loss allowed. So Washington, although obviously they've been a team that's thrown the ball well this year have had mixed success running the ball, this might be a place where the Huskies look to kind of establish their, uh, I guess, identity, or at least, you know, stay in front of the sticks uh, on Saturday. Yeah, certainly. I think Luke, too, looking at their defense, um, they, in my opinion, too, they really have three guys that have stood out. Um, Jerry Roberts, Christian Young, and Jackson Turner. Uh, Roberts being a linebacker, the other two um, being safeties. And this is just my opinion, too, when I've looked at, you know, just watched some of their film, and then also you just kind of see it on paper with the statistics as well. They're getting beat a lot on the back end, which is why you see so many of their safeties up there and tackles mm-hmm. are getting beaten, forced to make plays, ta- or touchdown saving tackles, essentially. At that point, they're just getting, their DBs are getting torched and whatnot. And I think if they're getting torched, I think that kind of says what you're talking about right there. They're not going to get too many tackles for loss because Penix will be able to get the ball out quick um, due to just rece- receivers able to win battles. Um, and I, I think a question for you too is how important is it for Washington to um, essentially keep fresh feet for the defense, you know, being able to control, not necessarily get down the field and score at rapid fire, but control the pace of play. Yeah, I think that will be important, especially, I mean, we've joked about it, but this really feels like a game that where the forties are within reach for both teams. Right. So I think just giving a breather, you know, between, possessions for the defensive side will be important again this is a team that's allowed over six yards per carry on the ground Uh, so I think Washington if they lean on 
Wayne Talapapa, Cam Davis, Richard Newton to keep the sticks moving uh, while mixing in those shots. Like you've said, Arizona struggled kind of getting beat or burned on the back end. Um, dude, Jack. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> were you, I couldn't tell if you were frozen. Or not. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but he just like, he was like, look like, he looks like the scream mask. You know what I mean? His mouth just like wide open. I had one of the longest gods in history. <laughs> that was amazing. That was like a minute almost long. Uh, but yeah, back on topic. Um, I think that'll be extremely important. Uh, and then another thing that I think another name to mention uh, that is a difference maker that the Huskies will need to neutralize is Hunter Eccles, a USC transfer he has three and a half sacks, six and a half tackles for loss. He's uh, the big disruptor on the defensive line. Uh, the Huskies obviously have had solid tackle play from Troy Fautanu and Roger Rosengarten. So those guys stepping up and neutralizing that sort of a pass rusher will give a guy like Michael Penix the time to take shots downfield uh, and try to take advantage of that secondary that's given up a few big plays through the air. Yeah, for sure. I think one guy, too, uh, to point out on – Arizona's defense, who's actually been a really big disappointment for them. He really came onto the scene last year and was kind of, you know, 2020 took a step up. And last year he really burst out is Jalen Harris, a defensive end for them. Uh, he was their big sack guy the last couple of years, but just this year hasn't been able to get going at all. So is he going to be able to turn it on this game? If, you know, is he not going to be able to turn it on this game? We'll see, but that's just another name to keep an eye on. Um, both their edges are pretty, I mean, relatively explosive or can make, they have the potential to make plays. Obviously the lights haven't been turned on too much this year uh, with them, but a lot of that, I think too, with their lack of production in the backfield has to be done, has to be said about their DBs. You know, just it's a lot easier for quarterbacks to not take pressure when your defensive backs are giving up, uh, getting burned essentially at the line of scrimmage in, in the matter of seconds. Certainly. Yeah. Another thing I think is interesting about this defense, they have just two interceptions to their name for the year. Uh, Traden Stukes, one of the corners, and then Jackson Turner, uh, uh, safety, have each of the interceptions. Uh, but they have actually forced a fair bit of fumbles. Uh, they, off the top of my head, have forced seven fumbles in six games. Uh, so ball security, obviously important. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of that goes, Jack, to what you were saying earlier is Michael Penix getting the ball out quickly. Um, obviously, I haven't watched every single play of Arizona State, but you look, uh, Paris Shand is a defensive lineman who has two and a half sacks and has forced two fumbles. Hunter Eccles has two forced fumbles and three and a half sacks. So I'm imagining a lot of these are coming on getting to the quarterback quickly, hitting as he throws, that sort of stuff that the Huskies will need to avoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's exactly it right there. You know, Washington's they've got to be able to be smooth offensively getting a good rhythm, you know, a good flow where I don't think you're going too quick and have the ability to make turnovers, but also not being kind of like a, you know, pro style huddle up offense where I think you got to have a, you got to find your right tempo to keep your, not only your defense off the field. I would, I want to get our defensive as fresh feet possible and get their defense tiled out and really control possession, time of possession, at least. I think if we're able to control time of possession, I think that's going to pay dividends in the third and fourth quarter mm-hmm. where I think ultimately the game's going to be won. Absolutely. Uh, great. Anything on either side of the ball for Arizona before we get into the bets to bark and confidence interval? Yeah, um, I don't think there's anything in too particular to say about their defense. The defense outside of just you know they do they allow a lot of chunk yards to pass. Um, 
they aren't a great defensive team. I think that's well known. Um, that that's what's really holding back this team. Their offense is very dangerous, but their defense has always been what's dra- dragging and holding them down. Um, so are they going to be an anchor that weighs them down, or are they going to be able to make a play? I think that's what it comes down to. Both defenses, actually. I think we'll see a lot of production offensively. It's going to be a fun game to watch if you're just a college football fan. Just the offense is going to be popping off like crazy. But which defense is going to be able to force a couple turnovers and get some stops or yeah. a stop? Yeah, I was going to say, a, like, a couple turnovers and a stop, we'll get it done. <laughs> like, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Like you said, it will certainly be entertaining. Maybe not a style of game that Husky fans are used to from the Peterson era, you know, but we'll see. I mean, it'll be exciting to watch uh, scoreboards lit up. I'm getting flashbacks of UW Baylor. Um, <laughs> I am getting Yeah, that's a... So we'll see. Uh, all right. Awesome. Now, bets to bark. Jack, do you want me to go first or do you have someone? Uh, you go first. Right. Speaking of forcing turnovers, this is an offense that's going to throw the ball a lot. The Huskies need someone to step up in the secondary. I've got Jordan Perryman making his first interception as a Husky on Saturday. Yeah, I think that's a good pick too, especially if they try and target him. I think he'll be matched up on McMillan. You know, he's a big uh, Perryman guy. Pound for pound, really strong. So there's a good chance, you know, they, mm-hmm. they do lo- like to lob him up to McMillan. So I think that's a good pick because uh, Perryman is long, strong, and pretty athletic. So if he's able to go up to one and bring – I think he has the strength to bring it down over McMillan. So uh, I, think, I think that's a solid pick. I was also going to stick on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to go with Braylon Trice here. I think that if Washington wins, that they be able to create some havoc in the backfield. Um, I think Braylon forces a fumble. Um, and he, he leads, he's one of the top five guys in the, in the country in win rates on defensive or on offensive tackles. He's been playing with a club the last couple weeks due to a broken finger. Um, I think this is supposed to be off this week if I'm, if I've heard right. Um, so I think that'll make an impact in some of his pass in his pass rush. And I think that he forces, uh, either a force fumble or a couple sacks. Awesome. Sweet. Now, Jack confidence interval going into Saturday. Yeah, I told Luke this at the beginning of the beginning before we recorded. Uh, I'm going to say 5.5, and the .5 is due to home field advantage. Um, I really, after last week, do not feel good about this defense at all. I don't think you can be until there's an adjustment made. Really, honestly, um, there's just not much to be positive about with the defense outside of the pass rush. I feel like the ends have played pretty solid. But you need some adjustments there. But the home field advantage and Arizona being up in the rainy Pacific Northwest, I'm going to say 5.5. Washington uh, barely in confidence, but obviously this is a pendulum one. This is going either way. Yeah. And I think pendulum-wise, another thing is this is, I think, a season-defining game for the Huskies. You're skidding. Losing this one could really be, I think, a – I don't know. I mean, obviously, momentum is not going in Washington's favor right now, but this is a good opportunity to kind of put your foot in the ground and restart. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was going to go five. <laughs> I'll stick at five. You know, I think it's really – it really does feel like a toss-up. I hope that I look back on this and say, wow, I overreacted to a couple of tough weeks. Um, but this is a great passing offense. The Huskies have struggled defending the pass. So I think that Arizona will score points. Uh, I think the Huskies will score points as well. Um, and I just hope the Huskies score more. 
That's the name of the game, right? Score more yeah, points. Yeah, the name of the game. Yes, it is. Awesome. Sweet. Well, that'll do it. Uh, basketball, some exciting things happening there. You can see that on dogman.com. Of course, also, there will be pre, in, and post-game coverage of Husky football this Saturday. Uh, it's a 2.30 p.m. kick. Well, the Huskies taking on the Wildcats. Dogman.com is the best place for coverage. Go dogs.